Today I'll be discussing how I saved my clients $76,000 as a real estate investor on their taxes. Let's begin. First off, $76,000 is a lot of money. Don't let anyone tell you that tax savings of $76,000 is not a lot of money. That was a very significant amount of money that we saved my client and it dramatically helped her. She was actually able to purchase another investment property with the tax savings within four months of us amending her tax return. So I'm gonna go over exactly what I did to help save her money. One thing that I wanna explain though about this client before we even go in is that she's a real estate investor. She's not an ordinary taxpayer. She's a sophisticated taxpayer. And a sophisticated taxpayer is a taxpayer that has either passive income or portfolio income. Passive income and portfolio income are able to benefit from the tax codes a lot better than earned income is able to benefit from the tax codes. So let's begin. When I met my client, one of the things that I noticed about her tax returns is that she pretty much only did real estate. She was retired. She had been running a real estate operation with her family for years. At this point in time, she had 13 properties throughout California and throughout Arizona. One of the things that I saw on her tax returns that were prepared by another CPA was that they did not qualify her as a real estate professional. And on her tax return, she had a tax balance of $104,000, which means she had to come up with a check for $104,000 to write to the I, the R, and the S. And she didn't want to do this. So before having her CPA finalize her tax returns, she decided to come into the office and have me take a look at it. When she came into the office, I had a chance to look through the returns. And one of the things that I noticed was that she had multiple properties that she wasn't taking any management expenses on. So I said, hey, why aren't you taking any management expenses on these properties? And she said, what do you mean? I manage them myself, so I don't have a property manager. I said, okay, that's great that you don't have a property manager, but you manage the properties, don't you? And she said, yes, I do. And I said, you didn't think about placing yourself and maybe some of your family members who help you out within the property on payroll? She said, I never knew I could do that. So one of the first strategies that we decided to implement was a management company because she was already managing her assets. She just never thought that it made sense to charge herself for managing her own investments. Now you may be thinking immediately, why would she want to pay herself for managing her own property? Wouldn't that just increase her taxes? Doesn't she have to report that income? Yes, she does. But if she has a management company where she's managing her own assets, doesn't that give her a real estate business, right? And couldn't she leverage some of the expenses that she has with her real estate business, such as a home office, her vehicle that she's using to drive to and from the properties, her cell phone, some of the supplies that she's using. These are all expenses that could reduce the taxable income from what she pays herself. Not to mention, if you decide to establish a company, you can have a retirement account associated with that company. So rather than paying taxes on the money you paid yourself, you can contribute some of the money that you paid yourself into your own qualified retirement plan, a self-directed solo 401k or a self-directed IRA. This is a way for you to move money into a retirement account, have that money grow with the market and avoid taxes at the exact same time. Strategy number two that we leveraged for her 
was the cost segregation study. When we decided to perform cost segregation studies on our properties, we identified the properties that were recently purchased. Anytime you're thinking about doing cost segregation study on an investor's property, you need to make sure that the real estate investor is not trying to sell the asset. Sometimes a cost segregation study is not beneficial when you're trying to sell an asset. It's really beneficial on assets that you plan to hold on to for long term. By leveraging this cost segregation study, we got the cost associated with all the components of her property, segregated them, and depreciated them on a quicker depreciation schedule. Components of your property, such as flooring, lighting, appliances, drywall, do not last up to 27 and a half years or 39 years for commercial properties. However, most tangible property and real property is being depreciated over the course of 27 and a half years and 39 years. By performing a cost segregation study, we were able to segregate those components and write off those items in a quicker amount of time, creating a bigger depreciation expense on the tax return. One of the beautiful parts about the depreciation on the tax return was that it was so big that it wiped off all of her rental income and it even reduced her earned income that she had from her pension and from her social security. You see, when you are an active participant in real estate, you're limited on the amount of losses you can take to deduct other earned income. But when you qualify as a real estate professional, you are no longer limited to the $25,000 in losses that you're able to take when you are a participant in real estate. By qualifying my client as a real estate professional, she was able to leverage the new depreciation losses to offset her earned income, reducing her tax bill by over $100,000. In return, she saved $76,000 on her federal taxes and $13,000 on her California taxes. Tax planning is a proactive approach to being more thoughtful about your taxes, where you're leveraging laws with a tax provider and you're implementing them in real time to avoid taxes strategically. By having a few conversations, by understanding her, her status in real estate, by understanding her nature in business, and even by understanding what her vision was for her family, we were able to formulate these strategies that helped save her $76,000 and positioned her to buy another investment property. I love leveraging strategies for real estate investors because the tax codes are aligned to help out those who invest in rental real estate and those who invest in their own businesses. I'm here to coach you guys as you continue to leverage the tax laws in your favor. If you like today's video, feel free to give me a thumbs up. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. I look forward to sharing more stories like this with you and helping you on your way to saving millions. Talk to you soon.